When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. Morning, everybody. Welcome to uh, Saturday morning with the Odds Couple. Lockdown five. We're midway through. We're nearly out. Nearly out the other end. We won't be uh, won't be too far away. And uh, welcome to uh, our show this morning. We're we're one down. We are an odd couple this morning. It's Paddy Garshagen or Paddy G as he likes to be known on stage. D tag it not with us. Uh, and um, uh, having a well, he's having an Im- what I'd call an embarrassing day off because um, he's going to say it's annual leave. But what it was, his horse ran yesterday. And he tipped it to all and sundry, um, and it couldn't have been a worse run. And uh, there's quite a few people that are a bit keen to have a, a chat to him face-to-face, and he hasn't been game to come in this morning, which is um, probably something we, we've come to expect of the little man over the journey, that uh, when times get tough, off he goes. But the man that regularly shows up when he can get away from his Red Hill mansion is <laughs> Paddy Garshagan. Good morning to you, Paddy. You are a buffoon. <laughs> More so than tag. <laughs> We're one out here. I've been looking forward to this since I was a kid, Simon. This is uh, this is very exciting. But no, tags is uh, you're right. All in the sundry. It was called Come On Eileen. Uh, it was backed into about three bucks yesterday up at Mildura, up in the Mallee. And uh, yeah, ran uh, very poorly. The old tagster, no good. And he was uh, quick on the message, just denying. You know, you know, a couple of excuses here and there, but. Um, just screamed Hackenbush, to be honest. Yeah. For the big fella. I don't know, sort of what courses you go to after Mildura. It's, yeah. it's, it, well, it's, you can't go further north in Victoria, can you? I can tell you, we've gone further north. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have one crack at where we've ended up? Because we're not in Victoria anymore. Well, are you anymore. up in Cairns or something now, eh? <laughs> not quite that far north. No? Scone. Scones are good. Yeah, it's good, good tracks. We're good horses win at Scone. We've gone from Anthony and Sam to Will Friedman. We're oh, racing okay. on Monday. Oh, at Scone. Yeah, Scony. Oh, keep an eye on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the pigs bay. Just a change of number plate colour. Isn't that brilliant? Good on the pigs. Sam said he'll ma- he'll 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 find twenty five lengths on his Sydney leg, so he'll be all right. Oh, good. There you go. <laughs> We're all happy about that. Did you watch the ceremony last night? Hang on. Can I just I get on to who's on the show? Yep. Obviously, you're on the show. Josh Jenkins talking all, all things uh, trots just after 8.30. Chrissy Nelson, who joins us every Saturday morning talking Queensland racing. And Simon Zara, uh, the um, the one of the two Ellerton Zara member team. And uh, it'd be good to chat to him because they went through the COVID lockdown this time last week. I did. Uh, they're stable. So just to see how... That affected them, and uh, they've got a, a lot of good chances at Caulfield today. So it'd be good to chat to Simon Zara a little later on. Did you see the footage emerge a couple of weeks ago when we had Josh Jenkins on? And the the video goes on Twitter because, you know, best film. And tags halfway through Joshy Jenkins' call, 
just starts having a nap on the bench. And all eagle eye Joshy saw it and tweeted me and said, what's the little six-timer doing having a sleep during my cross? Oh, he's not even here to apologise. So, Josh, I apologise on his behalf. Well, probably it's a good time to apologise when we have Josh on yeah, instead of 30 minutes before he does come on. What probably. do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you know, yeah. The, the piece of paper in front of you with the coloured writing on it, it's called a rundown. Possibly have a peek, just ah. a little peek at that at some stage. Chris Nelson, yeah. Queensland <laughs> Racing. Zero four, I know. Can't read that out. Yeah. Right. He's on at 8.25. Beautiful. Well, news of the week. Plenty of it. First... Desperately disappointing news. Mm. We're not going to Darwin. Yeah. I was going up with your mob. I was sports bet. I was looking forward to it. I've actually I was tacking on. Yeah, I've actually know, been getting on my bike during the day and having a bit of a pedal for forty or fifty minutes indoors. Of course, a bit cold for me outside. And, and no bike like or anything like yes, that. Yes, you would. No, I'm not a like. Get the like. I'm not a like. And you'd you'd be like one of those guys which has the. My the t-shirt exor- and footy ex- shorts. The exercise bring bike my old with, the little, ones out. with the little wheel on the back. You'd get the fan out in the <laughs> room. You'd turn the fan on. You'd sit there and you're up in your Willow Maven estate and you'd, uh, and you'd chip away on the bike. But no, you're right. No, Darwin. It's sad. I was going to be a, I was gonna be a last minute inclusion, mate. I was going to be sleeping on Will the you? couch where you were staying. No, mate. No. No, mate no. Come on, my little puppy dog after the, after the day of the races. Uh, invitation only to my penthouse, my friend, and you ain't invited. You, know, you weren't. Now I'm, I'm done. You've dusted me. Uh, what happens now for the, been for the Darwin Carnival? They're just going to well, be going, oh, this is – because it's, it's, it, it is a massive tourism event for them, and now they can't effectively have half of Australia. Uh, well, it goes ahead, just mm. not the, the southern influx, which is very sad because it's, it's a one – and everyone – Tax on the Northern Territory experience with mm. the Darwin Cup. You know, you go fishing, you know, do all the, the Darwin things, pig hunting, you know, all, all the stuff that, you know, we don't get a chance to do down here and uh, suddenly we're not going. But it, it'll still be a, a wonderful carnival, I am sure. And It's next Saturday, isn't it? Uh, Saturday's the the ball and, yeah, they're racing Saturday, but Tuesday's the cup, isn't it? Monday or Tuesday's the cup? Uh, it's... It's, it's, I think the cup isn't the cup the last race of the whole carnival, so they just get the get the sauce into everyone for the whole weekend, oh, yeah. and they just warm them raw. I think it's the last race on a Monday. Could be mistaken, yeah. but it's yeah. very it's smart not, operating. It's not for Saturday. That's that's no, not keeps everyone going. You know, so and, and there from an economic point of view, that, that, there's your loss. Mm. You know, the the three or four days where everyone's just you know the lunches and you know the carbine clubs and all the all the things that you know, now may happen, but you know I've got. Twenty percent of the people that were going to be yeah, very sad. But they'll they'll make a fist of it, no doubt. Um, Mitch Friedman, he's got a cobalt charge that's been brought against him. It's it's two years ago. It just goes forever and ever and ever. Two and years stuff, ago, doesn't it? And there's still no date for the tribunal oh. hearing. There's a big long-winded article about it. How he's you know been charged for cobalt for this for whatever reason and investigation ongoing. And then it finishes. You go, all right. Well, when's when are we going to find out about this? He goes, no, that yet to be fixed. Mm. So, you know, Mitch just goes, well, come on, guys, what's going on here? I'm all for integrity in racing, all for it. So I'll I'll back the stewards to the hilt. But there comes a, I think there comes a stage where if it's going to take you two years to investigate a cobalt charge, I I really think we need a statute of limitations Mm. to to a level. So, look, because if you haven't bought that charge within six months, it's off. You know, hooroo, like... You can't have a person running his business 
and having that charge hang over for two years. It's just wrong. It, it's just it's just not right. Mm. And it, so if the stewards can't get their ducks in a row for a certain period of time, I think it goes to the DPP as the coppers send your brief to the DPP to say, do we charge this person or not? If you haven't got enough evidence within six months, cheerio. Dragon six months is the... Well, it might be three. It might be 12. But it's, you can't... You can't go to work every day wondering what's going to happen here for something that happened to and live with that for two years. It's just wrong. Oh, it's com- just wrong. I completely agree. Would you have a stipulated amount of time across the board for any investigation, whether it be cobalt or cruelty or anything, or is it with different levels of uh, offence have different rules? I, I don't know. Yeah. But, but what I am saying is I'm firmly putting – that on the table, that there should be a statute of limitations there to say, okay, if, if, if those charges aren't bought within that period of time, mm. they never happened. Yep. Never happened. Yeah. Okay, so so if that evidence isn't as obvious and if it's as debatable as what the press release, you know, seems to think, oh, there's a feed regimen. Everyone's got a feed regimen. I mean, I've never seen anyone test positive at the Olympics. Yeah, mate, I was jamming needles in my arm all the time. You know, they either had too many yeah. cups of coffee. They, yeah. I, I've never seen a, 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 a coffee stable too. Yeah. Coffee stall too close yeah. to the like, stable. No, I've, I've never seen something. Yeah, sorry, mate. Dog bit my hand, yeah, sort I of thing. Yeah, slipped a bit of cobalt in, or I slipped a bit of lignocaine yeah. in, or I did this, or I did that. So, you know, if if you can't prosecute and, and have a brief of evidence that could possibly bring a guilty verdict within a certain period of time, the set the file. Set it on fire, the file, mm-hmm. and it's never to be heard of again. Off you go. Well done. Yep. Yeah. Completely agree. On the agenda. Statute of limitations. Can't let people live like that nah. and, and be threatening their business. Um, well, you're right. That's exactly what it does because then, you know, owners and people who want to take horses to someone like Mitch, they yeah. go, well, he's got to be under a little bit of cloud. Is it a safe call? That They might be inclined to take him somewhere else, take their horse somewhere else. So you're right. Completely agree. Uh, you, you came, like, I've known you. You can operate in weird ways, Paddy. You've come in this morning. Yep. And you seriously looked at me and said, I think horse racing should be part <laughs> of the Olympics. Yep. Please explain. I think it should. Why? I just think Equestrian's been around since the 1900s. It started the Paris Games back in the day. Why can't we have an Olympics, uh, sorry, a horse racing event or card in the Olympics. Now, there's a mate of mine at work, his name's Tim Hickman, and we sat down and had a little bit of a chat about this. This is how it would work, all right? You'd have a card, you'd bring it in to the Olympics in Brisbane. Brisbane's just been announced. Eagle Farm can have a bring back horse racing, a nice Australian way to do it. Think about what you could do. Each country sends their two best horses, sorry, their two best jockeys and their three best horses over a range of distances. You have a 1,200 metre, you have a mile, you have a 2,000 metre, you have a mile and a half, and a 3,200-metre staying event, and then you have a hurdle event. We could send horses like Nature Strip, Ayrton, Zaki, Very Elegant, and then you'd have your jumper, like social social element. I just reckon it would be a little bit of fun. So did you say every country sends two horses? No. Well, you've got to qualify. And the nuts and bolts of There's going to be 200 horses going around Eagle Farm <laughs> no. over two miles. There is a little bit of thinking to do here, but I just think there's something in it. But you just you send your two best flat jockeys and your jumping jockey, then you send a swathe of horses. Obviously, not every country is getting involved, but then there's one race card. There's a, there's a nine race card at Eagle Farm one day, 
and it's just a, a spectacle for horse racing in the games. Imagine seeing Pikey in Australian silks or Jamie Carr in Australian silks on board Zaki going toe to toe with Armand Eye. Like it's just it's right, right, it's right, it's own self. Could, I love it. Could you speak to your friends at work at Sportsbet <laughs> this morning? Just for me, just do something for me. Could you frame a book? Mm. On which is going to get up first, horse racing at the it's, Olympics look, or the statute of limitations <laughs> <laughs> for charges against trainers? It's highly unlikely that this will happen, <laughs> but it's nice to dream. And it was nice it's, to see the Olympics. Like, think about it. You've got, imagine Frankie Dottori coming out for Italy and riding a, an Italian horse up against Pike. Like, it, it just writes itself. You've got the Irish. You've got, it. it's, yes, the, there's the sticking point of no prize money, <laughs> which is probably going to go pretty far. <laughs> But I just think just a little bit of exploring and having a little bit of fantasy with this thought is the way to go. Would you horse racing in the Olympics? Would, would you have drug testing the same as they have in the equestrian? <laughs> the bloke who's that is about four thousandth in the that world, is unbelievable. Tests, but because he's to cocaine and because, brings the whole quest, whole show jumping team to a <laughs> Because his mates with the sponsor, he gets a ticket to the games. Someone tweeted out, it's it's saying it's like picking Australia's number fifty ranked tennis player when Ash Barty's available for selection. <laughs> oh dearie me! Well, there's plenty to think about um, from the Olympic horse racing point of view and um, the the. Or equestrian or the show jumping team um, over there in Tokyo. Uh, all, all racing participants are apparently got plenty of time to think about it next week because it's a race free oh, week. We've talked about it. <laughs> they just couldn't have. Like, racing Victoria could not have got this. Any look, yes, the, the, the thinking of a race free week in theory, great idea, gives everyone a rest, but it just could not have happened at a worse time. Yeah. Because you know you can't send the horse home <laughs> just to sit in the lounge room. Well, there's a button on the a there's a button next to the mane which you just press and the horse <laughs> yeah. just just goes to sleep yeah. for for a week and it comes back completely normal. The, the unfortunate thing is the debate is now on the eve of the race free week. Mm. The debate should have been when it was when it could have been changed when it was rolled out into the into the racing atmosphere. Yeah. You know, a year and a half or two years ago. You know, everyone's jumping on now, racing Victoria. How stupid is this? Well, they should have told them how stupid it was 18 months ago or two years ago, not now. How agile could they have been, though? Because this was getting, yes, you're right, it only started getting talked about in the last fortnight, maybe last week. Do you reckon they could have, they, they, they couldn't have changed it and gone, oh, we're going to scrap it and we're going to have, we're going to have, because it's just going to create all sorts of, the backlog of nominations and acceptances is just going to be, ridiculous when it fires back up. Mm. You're going to have 500 nominations at the next meet. And BM70 horses are going to be filling BM58s. All the all the scrubbers are not going to get runs for two and a half weeks. Yep. Uh, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see the, the ramifications, the rollout of it. I, I think it'll change. There's plenty of debate you around. You know they're doing another one at the end of the year? Like. They're doing one in between Christmas and New, New Year's. Year. Few days. I don't think it's a week. I think it's a few days off. Okay. Interesting. Well, the horses get two chances to sit on the couch and watch a bit of telly. Yeah. They can watch a bit of the Olympics themselves if they like. Yeah. Your, your best of the day. Have you come to a conclusion on that before we go to our first break? I'm going for value. If the rain stays away, streets of Avalon in the Bletchingley. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I've got a little whisper on the streets too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But if it's, if it's around that soft, just the five, five rating. Well, we're soft six at the moment, I believe. And Looking outside. Nice day. It looks pretty good out there. Hey, really warm. Streetsy. About eight. Eight degrees. But mm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm not 
putting him on top, but I'm I'm thinking that I like if the race has a during the week that he's on song big mm, time. Mm. He'll trim in, he'll firm in if the if the if, it, if the track stays good. Yeah. The the one I think's just a Monty is the staying race later on Murrumbidgee River. Ooh. Now he's too short. I hate different odds on things, but all up. He just wins. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll whack a bit of value in and all up. But I'll, I'll, I'll wait to tell that stuff. Now, I've got an all up for my best later on this morning. Ooh. I'm into these all ups. I quite like them. Well, you got well, one glad you guys invented them a month or so ago. That's great. got old. one paying 120 bucks the other day. Thoroughly enjoy it. You did. No, you did. Yeah. Got one last week. 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll follow you in today. I've, I've got a good feeling about today. Have you? No tags here. There's a very, very... We got time because there was a very funny Good tweet which came out midweek. Bacon and egg McMuffins and thick shakes stinking oh, no, out no, no. the studio this morning with tags coming out of his brekkie. We got this feedback a midweek. Bit of a belch as we go to a break. From Ara Gold saying, listening to SEN track whilst gardening on a Saturday is one of life's great pleasures. The barely disguised disgust of tags when one of the other boys gets up is like a goddamn drug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take our first break on the Odds Couple this morning. A, a big show coming up. Um, Till 9 o'clock, uh, Josh Jenkins joining us shortly. Chris Nelson talking all things Queensland. Simon Zara from uh, the lockdown stable of last week, but they're up and running this week and got some great chances at Caulfield today, the Ellerton Zara camp. So lots more to come on the odds a couple after the break. Ah, oh, dear me, you won't miss your numbers again. Uh, make sure you download that Quaddy app. And uh, Chris Nelson, he gets Quaddy after Quaddy up there in Queensland. Uh, Queensland is your place to race this year. They've had a wonderful winter carnival, and that racing continues today at Doombin. Chris Nelson, as he does every Saturday morning, joins us on the Odds Couple. Morning, Chris. Morning, Simon. Morning, Paddy. Hello, Chris. All good in your world? Uh, yeah. We had a rain overnight, though. That's... Uh... Spoil things a little bit. I thought we were heading for a good four track today, and we're now on a soft seven, which has upset the apple cart. And a very foggy morning uh, in Brisbane. I just retweeted a, a photo of uh, Eagle Farm, which is very close, as we know, to Doombin, and you can hardly see five metres in front of yourself. Just before we get on to your fancies in Doombin, uh, Eagle Farm, have we got question marks over the surface again? Am I hearing rumblings? Yeah. Yeah, you are hearing rumblings. The trainers have had meetings this week with officials uh, and there's going to be further meetings next week with officials. So where it all goes, I couldn't tell you at the moment, but, uh, yeah, there's obviously some issues there. They had more acceptances, trainers aren't happy with the surf. They had more acceptances at Gympie the other day. I know. And they did it at Farm. Yes, it's obviously, it's obviously an issue, but uh, it's, it's going to come to a head at some stage. Uh, whether it is resurfaced number three or not, I could not tell you, for but the, um, I suppose it has to look that way at the moment. For the layman, Chrissy, what's, what is the issue? What is the issue with the surface? The issue is it's hard underneath. It may be soft on top, and you see some clods flying around sometimes on top, but once they get through that top layer, it's very, very hard underneath, and they have to keep the water up to it. It, it was... Look, and I'm no expert, but it was it was designed where it could um, it could take a lot of water. So, you know, you got 100 mils of rain in an hour, it wouldn't really affect the track. But unfortunately, when the rain doesn't come, it it, it hardens up, and and that seems to be the issue. And, and look, now you've, we've got horses at the moment, sort of one one week they're coming down the outside, then they're coming wider on the track, and then they're near the inside. So it's a little bit hard to follow the patterns. Uh, and if you walk across it, you'd think it was uniform all the way across. But when they run these races, the jockeys tend to send, uh, head to certain directions or areas of the track. So 
it's just becoming a bit of a, a really difficult track to work out. I suppose your, your other problem is when you're talking about um, the, the depth of the problem, depth is the key word, but the issue is underneath the surface you're yep. racing on. So the only way of rectifying that, mm. you can't set it, put a set of harrows over it and re-sow it. No. It's all got to come back up and be relayed again you know, from a drainage point of view, and that's, you know, that's, that's just a massive expense. It is a massive expense. It was you know, a little bit of a third time, and then you've got to get the right grass, and you've got to, you know, you've got to get the right design. Um, and certainly, I, I'm no designer, but there's, I know nothing about track design, but there's some tracks in Queensland that seem to race very, very well. And you know, it, the obvious thing would be to look at those tracks and say, well, what have they got, and just copy them. What's but the, what's that the, seems too simple. What's the track with the hills hoist? Roma, Roma, they could turn it into a dirt track while we do that. <laughs> that was funny that day. They came, they turned for home because we're all sitting on. I'll tell you what, on trackside, <laughs> and we're uh, we're all sitting there, and they came out, and there was the hills hoist, and the lady just hung out all a washing, you know, a couple of sheets, doing cover. <laughs> the pair of jeans, pair of knickers. <laughs> I tell you what they need to do though, Chris. Oh, they must fix the Eagle Farm surface before the twenty thirty two Olympic Games. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Paddy's pushing for horse oh. racing in the Olympics. Chris. <laughs> I like that. I had the same idea yesterday yes. on the Thunder's mate up here. Oh, we've got to get horse racing in there somewhere. It's oh. gonna the movement is gonna be pushed oh. long and hard today, don't worry about that. Oh, there's, a, right. there's a few texters on the text line, so he's making sense. I look forward to this uh uh, this um, this idea gaining momentum over time, heading you know, rushing towards twenty thirty two in the Olympics in Brisbane. Well, somebody somebody else said, guys, that punting could be a, a sport we could introduce to the Olympics in two thousand and thirty two. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you what, us and the Irish would be favourites for gold. <laughs> Talking about punting, you got a winner for us. Well, I have, and this one I think we'll win, but we're probably going to have to take red figures. We might get something a little bit better during the day, but race seven, number four, indispensable. Been very good since coming up from Victoria and won a race here at Doombin a couple of weeks ago on similar ground. Uh, he hadn't had a lot of luck, but Ben Thompson took him to the front that day and he powered away from them in the straight and he won by almost five lengths. Ben's not riding today, of course, but Kyle Wilson-Taylor is. He's a very good apprentice. He'd take three off. I don't know if he'll lead today, but he's certainly a figure in the first uh, three or four, maybe even first two, three or four, and I think he'll be winning. So race seven, number four, the best. Uh, just a couple of others. Race six, number 17, so clever, should run well. And race three, number two, Xenifer. She maps well today. I think she'll uh, be hard to beat. Chris, uh, thanks for your uh, hopefully three winners you've given us there at Doombin this afternoon, and we look forward to chatting to you during the afternoon on SEN Track and then next Saturday again on the Odds Couple. Yeah, can't get rid of me, guys. I don't want to either. Chris Nelson joining us there, uh, talking all things racing Queensland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week at Doomman, the Gold Coast, and the Sunny Coast. I like, as you say in the classics, I like the cut of his jib this morning. <laughs> he was up and about it, Chris. He was, wasn't he? He's excited. He's got an air of confidence about those yeah. three tips. He's a confident man. Nice Chris little uh, roll into an all-up there. Love an all-up. Let's go all up to the newsroom before we <laughs> come back and talk to Josh Jenkins uh, about the trots and what's happening uh, to the news. The horse and the sulky. You're listening to The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan for the Quaddy. Download today. Never miss your numbers again.
Yep. Uh, no, David Taggart this morning. Paddy G, Simon O'Donnell with you on the Odds Couple. And be assured, we're taking the opportunity to stick the boots right into the little midget. We've um, given him a hell of a touch-up for the first half hour, and I, I hope that continues. And then we'll continue mm. right through the afternoon for six hours on SEN Track as well. Risky business from him not to front up here, oh, yeah. especially after the dog show that was mm. uh, yesterday with Cam on Eileen. Josh Jenkins is a bit more streetwise than that uh, and, to talk all things trots. Jack needs to apologise to Josh as well. Yeah, quite right. We'll bury that hatchet. Mm, bury that hatchet. He fell asleep during yeah. Josh's segment last week. The trots.com.au, every race live and free, and you don't sleep during this segment because it's where you make a, a few bob at the end of every Saturday. Josh Jenkins, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How are we? Couldn't be Very better. good, Joshy. What about, that? What about the midget last week? Yeah, I know. Despicable stuff. It's, there's 18 cameras. I've been in that studio many times. There's 15 cameras in there, and he, <laughs> he decided to do that. And and it was all during a, a an $8 or $7.50 winner as well. It's yeah, despicable mate. stuff. There's no wonder you've given him the flick. He, yep. he crows smart people listen from the rooftops. <laughs> the bloke's having a kip. Having a kip. Oh, it's unbelievable stuff. If he if he can't if he can't be if he can't be on song at eight thirty in the morning, how's he supposed to get through a whole day? Right. I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing the, you, Josh. The V can the size of his torso, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff yesterday, Paddy. I saw you doing a little bit of stuff on TV for racing dot com, a few one liners and oh, things like that in there. It was good. Oh, thanks, mate. Oh. A little bit, a little bit, oh, a little bit of fun. You should see sticking his chest out in here, Josh. You shouldn't have said that. Oh, oh quickly, mate. Let's get on to some winners of the trots. He won't be able to speak in a minute. Oh, he's sucking in that oh, much no, air. His chest has popped out. Oh. No, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. It was good stuff from Sportsbet too. Last night, offering $17 for Bruce McAvaney to utter the word. Winks. Winks, that was an absolute certainty. It should have been a dollar fifty that, but um, it was late in the night. But he was always going to get the word Winks out, so that was that was good fun. That kept me up late last night. But let's get on to the trots. Um, it is the final night, third and final night at Albion Park tonight with the Queensland Constellations Carnival, the big, big Blacks of Fate, two hundred fifty thousand dollar Grand Circuit race. We're going to kick off in race one because why not? Race one, number two, Tommy Lincoln, $3. Now, many people think crunch time's going to lead this race, but if he doesn't, he can't win. And Tommy Lincoln, $3, looks like about $1.70. So he's a good way to kick off the card. Straight into the next, race two, number one, Elmer's Image, $2.50. Amanda Turnbull's one of the, if not the best, front-running drivers in Australia. And uh, Elmer's Image has raced in all, or most of the good races, big races, over its career, so 250 is a very good price for a very good front-running horse. We're going to have one more go at race four, number seven, Humble Lad. He got the he got the uh, chocolates for us a, a couple of weeks ago, but he's been beaten by Pink Glass last week. We're going to have one last go. I think we can get about 440, 450. Uh, that's a good that's a good price. Get about a dollar eighty to play. So perhaps stake it so that if he runs second or third to Pink Glass, you still get your stake back. And finally, the best on the card, race 10, number one. We've got to stay up pretty late for this one, boys. But uh, a hoker chopper for Luke McCarthy, $2.60. Let's hope we start. I reckon get in early and we'll hope to see the money go on. Because um, when they've got one ready to rock and roll, that barn, everyone likes to get on. So at 9.49 p.m. tonight, if you've done no good in the gallops today at Caulfield, 9.49 p.m., race 10, number one, a hoker chopper. Well, that'll be the fourth leg of our multi getting up Beautiful. at 9.49, Josh, and we can 
probably have a, a little sip of something red then just to put ourselves to Oh, sleep. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sounds good to me, mate. Lovely. Sounds good. So it's a big night up there, and uh, there's four that can hopefully get us through and make a bit of cash for us. That'll do. Josh, we will follow with interest. Uh, lovely little up happening at Albion Park this evening. Thanks for that. We'll chat to you next Saturday. Beauty. See you, guys. Good on you. Lap up the, the trots. Tip, visit. Can I do that? Yeah, yep. Lap up the trots. Visit the trots.com.au. Yes? Yeah. Love the cut of his jib. I've just got to, I've got to get it in there. Oh, dear me. Hey, you said it. You get your one quota for the day, I get my one. We never want you to miss your numbers, and you will never miss your numbers again. Download the Quaddy app, so make sure you um, download that Quaddy app today. Time for a break. Simon Zara, part of the Ellett and Zara combination out there at Flemington. They were in lockdown this time last week, but they're out and about, and uh, with plenty of good chances at Caulfield this afternoon. Simon Zara coming up next. Yep, great to have your company on the Odds Couple this morning. Paddy G, I can inform you, is, has gone global. Uh, his push this morning for racing in the 2032 Olympics, uh, that's gone as far as Erie in Pennsylvania. I've got a, a note from Erie in Pennsylvania about what a brilliant idea for Brisbane 2023. Um, and and even within this text that I've received this morning is you know, a few ideas just to get it to the gold medal round as such. The beauty... Just, Brilliant stuff. It's gaining momentum already. And that's the beauty of it. We've got six hours on uh, on air this afternoon to really just fine-tune how it will look at Eagle Farm in 2032. Delve into the intricacies. Yeah. I was even thinking in the ad break, Chris Waller would have to train for New Zealand because he's a New Zealander. J-Mac riding very elegant. Against an I think very elegant to still be going around in 2032. No, but that, that hypothetically, if okay. they were racing this year. I'll tell you who'd be genuinely excited about it and has probably put a mark in his calendar because he wants to represent Australia at the horse race for the 2032 Olympics. That's Simon Zara from the Ellerton Zara camp out there at uh, Flemington. Last week, he had a sleep in. They were in lockdown, couldn't do anything. This week, they're going to have winners galore out at Caulfield. Morning, Simon. Morning, boys. Are you, this is excitement <laughs> in your voice about the 2032 Olympics. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm being coached by Malta, so <laughs> <laughs> that is it. This is, this is it's, yeah, there's, it's there's the world thing going behind the scenes that you guys don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd love to talk to you a little further about the Malta, <laughs> the Malta um, approach, but uh, I'm not sure whether they had a gun in the glove box when they approached you or not, but. <laughs> Um, but, uh, talk us through the, the 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 few days last week. I mean, that must be a, you know, harrowing from a, a business point of view, a racing point of view. When um, when unfortunately you were, you were put into lockdown. Yeah, look, it's obviously not ideal, um, you know, for any business, and um, you know we've sort of been pushed away from it because we've sort of continued on throughout, and everyone else has sort of managed to you know, go into lockdown. So it was, it was quite new new for us and, um, you know, we just sort of had to work our way around it and obviously with the, you know, the rules and regulations. So, look, it, was, it wasn't easy. It wasn't a great week. Um, but, you know, we sort of got through it and, um, you know, it would have been good to get a couple of winners. But, you know, we know racing is not a fairy tale thing all the time. So, um, look, we've had a better week this week. Everything's gone well. And um, so we've got some nice chances going to Caulfield today. Simon, I want to talk to you about a horse called Swear She's Perfect. Now, you've uh, been drumming up a bit of interest about her midweek. You didn't buy her at a yearling sale. You just bought her 
out of a paddock essentially, and uh, she's a big chance today, and she's firming into fifteen dollars with sports bet. Talk us through. Swear she's perfect. A little two-year-old you've got. Yeah. So um, uh, Spencer generally sort of invite trainers out to uh, the farm and um, instead of sort of putting them through a sale and all the expenses. Um, you know, they're not over expensive fillies, but um, they've got some really nice stallions um, and building a really good brand out there. And um, uh, so Matthew and I ventured out there. We 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 got two on the day and one was um, obviously swear she's perfect and um, she's obviously got, looks like she's got plenty of talent. The other one was Who Shot Susie who won the other day, Ballarat. So, we might have a better eye in the paddock than we do at the yearling sale. So, um, <laughs> but she's got a lot of upside, and I think the barrier probably crossed to the race the other day, to be honest. So we just had to go a bit further back than we wanted. And uh, we had a 1,300-metre race at Bendigo the day before, and they pulled the races off. So um, I thought, you know, she was would have been hard to beat there. So looks a nice race. Obviously, Vobra's gold, um, you know, huge advantage. You know, if you can get the job done there, you, um, you know, it's... You know, great for all the owners and everything. And obviously, uh, with Donald's winners, uh, we've hooked up a really good association um, with the boys, and um, we've got a lot of the little punters in there, and they've all jumped on board. And, and look, I hope they should be genuinely excited about, if not today, about the future with her. I'd like to celebrate um, separated, unfortunately, but uh, it'd be good to see them um, ha- having some luck um, with uh, the old paddock buy. I love those little backstories to. To horses, it, it just adds to that the fairy uh, tale. Yeah, the mystique of the mystique of our great game. The Any mystique around Propel um, looks a good show. Yeah, uh, I thought it was over the odds. He wasn't far off um, in a group race the other day. Just probably a, the track was probably a little bit too firm for her the other day. So she just sort of felt it a little bit. And um, I thought even if she drew a gate, she probably finished a little bit closer in running. Obviously, a pretty hot race. Um, Small field, looks to be plenty of speed. She'll get a chance to sort of get over the top um, if she's good enough. And look, and think about her, she loves Caulfield. Mm. Uh, I know she's never won over over a thousand, but she's nearly, you know, just been beaten a couple of times over eleven. No weight on her back, and she'll get a, a soft run. And hopefully, they run each other into the ground, and she can finish and finish over the top. And Zesty Bell. Simon, I think she's owned by a, a bunch of Xavier Xavier boys. Am I correct? She's a chance in the last. Yeah, she's a, obviously first light racing, so um, she's a, a really a terrific mare. We you know love her. She's just every time she heads out, she really gives her all. And big run the other day, Barrier probably beat her again. She drew wide, got further back than we probably wanted. And you know, um, Jacob Opperman rode his first winner for us during the week, and he had a good look around Caulfield uh, a couple of weeks ago. So that'll be you know to his advantage today. He's already he's been around there, um, drawn well, no weight. Thing out of the track, second up, twelve hundred, and her work Tuesday was outstanding. So, I probably thought she was our best for the day, and she's a horse that you can back every time because she's always genuine and and always puts herself into the race. Simon, great to have you on the odds couple this morning. Thank you very much for your time, and also um, the way you've uh, just uh, enlightened the people of Malta <laughs> to look forward to twenty thirty two. We look forward to the. The Simon Zara Malta representative. The silks would look good. The Maltese silks, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No. no that's, that's Thanks, a, boys. It's, it's a real baddie, highlight it's of this morning. See, Simon. even Simon wants to get rid of us. Yeah. He's thinking they're just wasting my time now. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mr. Zara. All right, Simon. Simon Zara joining us there from the Yellowton Zara camp. Got some good 
chances at uh, Caulfield this afternoon, particularly um, uh, the filly they bought out of the paddock. Love that. Yeah. Great story. And wouldn't wouldn't nice. have cost a, a, an arm and a leg as well. You know, you go to the yearling sale and you can drop mega bucks. And I think they'd be a little bit cheaper. Okay. Shrewd business. Well, talking about up. mega bucks, uh, we want you to make uh, our listeners mega bucks. And after the break, we're coming back with the Werribee Izuzu market mover, and also, well, tags is quaddy. It's not tags is quaddy today. It's uh, it's Paddy's quaddy, and that's uh, on behalf of Carlton Draft. There's no place like pub. Yeah, no, David Taggart today on the odds couple. Um, Paddy G's taken over, the big ruckman from Melbourne Grammar. The Melbourne Grammar thirds. Uh, he can't wait for the MOs to get going again, big Paddy, and yeah, take mate. over that uh, ruck position, which yeah, he's become gonna, dominant this year. going to sail off into the sunset. COVID's yeah. brought my career to, to an end. Well, I've heard from numerous people that you know, you're probably having your best year, so it's, all, it's sad that it's uh, maybe coming to a all six premature quarter, end. All six quarters of it. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's get into... Uh, our market movers mm-hmm. and our quaddy, of course, our market mover for Werribee Izuzu. Izuzu. Used car clearance sale on now. Well, it's on now, but it's not on now, but it'll be on still after the lock-up finishes, and, which is great. Well, <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well said, mate. Thank you. Glad they paid for that one. Caulfield <laughs> rail, rail out four metres of circuit. We're on a soft six with showers. Said to be increasing the afternoon. I'll look out there. It just looks like a typical Melbourne day. Race one. The Vobus goal for the stay is over 2,412 metres. The extra 12. Cos were out four metres. Best back to kick us off is number three, Maserati Bay. And no, it's not best back because it is out. It is scratched at 7.24 this morning. So number eight, Cakewalk Baby is our best backed in the race, holding about 20%, about 30% of the cash now. Just looking at it here, Royal Crown as well, getting some support um, with the late scratching. So Royal Crown will be the favourite. Cakewalk Baby tussling as well in the first. Race two, an open handicap over 1,400 metres. As of now, it's the toppy. Number one, great again, holding 30% of wages best backed at $3.20. Six wins and four seconds from 12 starts on the soft deck. So this horse will really love the going today. Expect Nandorf to push forward to the lead and take luck out of the equation too. That's number one. Great again at $3.20. Next best back is number three, the inevitable at $5. Race three of the Vobus Gold Ingot. The two-year-olds over 1,400 metres. Punter's more than happy to play for value here in the juvenile race. Guess who's best backed? It's number 11. We just spoke to him. Swear she's perfect. Holding 25% of bets into $15. Still a maidener from two starts, but just missed last time out when finding the line very hard at Geelong. And Simon Zara, as we heard, thinks she's more than capable here. Not the worst idea to go for a bit of value in a race like this. That's number 11, swear she's perfect at $15. Next best backed is number seven, Lord Paramount at $14. So value everywhere in the third. Race four, the BM90 handicap over 1,100 metres. Best backed here. Racing two, according to our punters, but winning that race right now is number six, Miss Albania for the Yusofovic stable, who's holding 50% of the cash at even money, she resumes from her first preparation, which garnered three wins and two placings. And the money suggests she's piped up and ready to win today. Meets her main rival, six kilos, better off in the weights too. That's number six, Miss Albania at $2.05. That rival I talk about is number one, La Mexicana at $3.20, carrying 60 kilos. Race five, a BM78 handicap over 1,400 metres. Another open race. Best backed here is number four, the Taswegian and beyond with 25% of the cash at $5 in the market. He's undefeated in Tassie. Came here for a midweek assault in March and got the chocolates. Um, so let's see if he can measure up to Saturday Metro Grade in Victoria. That's number four and beyond at $5. Next best back to number eight, Scantoon 
at $4.20. Race six, Murrumbidgee River is best backed, holding 55% of the coin for Werribee Zuzu, best back to the day. And now that token spirit is out, it is getting well supported. Capricorn Ridge, nice support as well at $3.70. Race seven. Uh-huh. Oh, the quaddy. First leg of the quaddy. First leg of the quadrilla. First leg of the quaddy. Thank you very much to uh, Carlton Draft. There's no place like pub. We're having a skinny quaddy today. Uh-huh. In the first leg, race six, three and four are our numbers. Uh, top two in the market. Very good. Race seven to three, old handicap for the boys. Over 1,200 metres. Jamie Carr jumps aboard. Number two, the big easy. And he's best backed here with 40% of wages at $4. $4 now into $4. Super win in Sydney last start with a horsey beat. Fast Coney came out and donkey licked them last week at Ramwick, if you remember that. Drawn to get a lovely run in transit too. That's number two, the big easy uh, at four sixty. The next best back is number four, Sacred Palace at $8, Simon. Going with the money, two and four, the quaddy numbers. I like this quaddy already. Race eight, the group three, wait for age, bletchingly stakes feature on the card over 1,200 metres. Great addition of the race yet again. Pick for the punters, though, as of now, is number three, Order of Command. $14 into $10, largely thanks to 30% of the hold in the sports bet book. Complete forgive for the last start here. He's shown is up to the standard chasing home, Eduardo, in the last prep, and that's the cream of the crop of Australian sprinting rank, Simon. That's number three, Order of Command at $10. Next best backed is number nine, The Astrologist. Going with your best of the day here in our quaddy numbers, three in the third league, one, three, and nine. Ooh, we're going very skinny here. I like it. The lucky last, race nine, number... 1,200-minute handicap for the Phillies. Number one, Zoo Dance, $8 into six fifty. Best back in the last. First up after a nice spell since the autumn where we got a look of the horse's freakish ability. It's pretty good in the Australian Guineas as well. Alana Kelly claiming three master stroke. Number one, Zoo Dance, the next best back. Number eight, Bubby Lass. One, six, and eight are our quarter numbers in the final league. One, six, and eight. Your best around the country, Paddy Boy? Streets of Avalon are going for value. Oh, the old streets, Streetsy. eh? Come on, streets. The old streets. Come well, streets. I don't like them short, but I'm sorry, folks. I'm going to have to give you one that's short. Murrumbidgee River. Hutchie and Pickers next. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.